You're listening to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hi, you guys. I'm Sarah, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. I believe that every person has their own inner light. It's their innate goodness and strength. My desire is to share stories, inspiration, and applicable ideas that will help you feel your own inner light ignite. Today we'll be talking about healing, but I first wanted to get to some listener questions. So the first question is, what exactly my qualifications and my training is for what I do? So I am actually a registered somatic movement therapist, an RSMT. I get that title through a governing body called ISMEDA. It's an international global community. Another one is I'm a certified Laban Bartinief movement analyst. I know that is such a mouthful. Okay, I'm a CLMA. That was actually a grad level training that I went through, through a program called Integrated Movement Studies. They work in tandem with the University of Utah to provide that training. So I have grad credit at the U from that training. That's where I learned about movement analysis so I can see movement and understand movement in a way that most people have no idea, no training of. It deals with the outer things that we see, like which body parts are moving, as well as how our inner attitudes affect how we're moving. So those things influence a lot of my work. I'm also a yoga teacher. I did a 200-hour yoga teacher training with 3B Yoga down in Provo, Utah. I did that training 11 years ago. So yoga influences a lot of my work as well. I have my bachelor's degree in dance. So I also have actual formal classes and training that I've done with anatomy and kinesiology. So I understand the human body a lot. I'm also a prolific reader and I research a ton. I love reading about psychology, about human behavior. And um, it's interesting when I went through my training for movement analysis and uh, that training is what qualified me to become a somatic movement therapist. When I went through that training, most of the people in the training were either grad students or they were professionals in the dance world or I think there was there was one physical therapist there as well but I was a stay-at-home mom at the time and in fact I had even given up my my yoga teaching because life was so intense at that time that I went through the training and so I actually I think that's why my perspective on uh, movement is so unique because I was using what I learned in those grad level classes and applying it just to my everyday life and so that's a lot of what I teach is just my own personal experience as well and how I've used what I know to help me and that's why I believe so wholeheartedly in what I do because it's changed my life. Okay, so another question says, I'm reading a lot about neurology and trauma healing. Is that something you're interested in? Yes, absolutely so much. I, like I just said, I love learning about human behavior. I've been through trauma myself, which is when I actually got into learning about that and what trauma does to the brain. My favorite book, if you are wanting to learn about this, is called The Body Keeps the Score. I'll put it in the show notes. That book was so incredibly powerful for me and learn and helping me have some patience with my own healing process from trauma, which we'll be talking about healing in a minute here. Um, if you guys have any questions, I love answering questions, wanting to help you learn what you want to learn. You can send them to me, Sarah with an H, okay, Sarah at soulsparkmovement.com. You can also find me on Instagram and shoot me a note there and that my handle is at soulsparkmovement. 
So let's get into the topic today. I've been thinking a lot about healing recently as I've come upon another traumaversary. A traumaversary is not a happy anniversary. It's the anniversary of a trauma that you've gone through. And if you've ever been through a trauma, you know that it sticks with you and you know you feel it when you hit that landmark again. So I've been thinking a lot about how, how we can't control everything in our own healing processes. And I think the biggest thing that's been sticking out to me lately is that we can't control the timing of our healing. I think there are so many good tools that we have out there. So many good tools that we have out there. And sometimes we can kind of just treat it like a checklist. Like, okay, I did all the things. Now I should be over it. Ta-da! And it, and it can be hard when that's not the case. Yeah, I, I still think you should utilize all the resources you have in order to find healing, but it's like a sickness, you know, when when you get the flu or an infection, right? Your body has to go through a process in order to heal and you can go to the doctor, you can get medicine, you can do essential, you know, like all the things, right? But ultimately, you don't really have a say in when you get better. And I think that pain, emotional pain, is very much the same. Okay, now I've been on both ends of this having to let go of my own timetable with healing. I, I've been in a place of grief 10 years ago. My husband and I, we had a stillborn baby. Okay, and the grief that I went through was like nothing I'd ever experienced. And I remember at the time, it happened in February, you know, so it was winter time where I live. And as time went on, the outside world started to thaw. Things were coming back to life. The sun was shining. Flowers were blossoming. Birds were chirping. And I remember being like, how dare spring come? How dare it come? Because I wanted to be sad forever. I had empty arms and a broken heart. And, and it was hard to see the outside world move on. But then something else also happened. I'd find myself sometimes laughing, smiling, finding joy in something. And, and then I'd catch myself being happy, you know, if only for a few minutes, and feel guilty about it. But this is something that I've learned. There comes a point after any kind of pain, big or small, when continuing to hurt actually takes more work than allowing yourself to just be okay. There comes a point when it's enough and you either have to reinvest in your pain and work hard at it to stay there or you have to let go and allow yourself to become happy again. So sometimes your timetable, it feels like you should hurt forever and healing just comes and you have to allow it to happen. You have to let yourself feel what you're feeling either feel your pain or feel your joy without having guilt about it. I've also been on the other end of this timetable of healing and wanting to get over something right away. The traumaversary that I just hit was a two years since I was walking on a mountain trail and was groped. Okay, I don't want to go into details, but I, I had PTSD from it. Okay, I, I went through eight months of not being able to sense my left breast where I was grabbed. It was this constant uh, sense of like a black hole of nothingness. And I would panic when someone touched me from behind if I didn't know they were coming and a bunch of other things. Scared to go outside for a while. And I wanted to get over it right away. I talked about it right away publicly, which I never do (laughs) when I go through something. 
And then as soon as I was like, okay, I realized I need to go to therapy for this PTSD, the PTSD symptoms that I'm having, went to therapy for that. And I did heal a lot, but the healing's not done. It's way better. The PTSD is mostly gone. Yeah. But I wanted to get over it right away. First of all, because I didn't want this person to affect my life so much who did something so wrong to me. And also because I realized that it was not the worst thing that had ever happened to anybody. Like I've known personally known women who have been through much harder things than what I went through. But comparing your pain to other people does not help. Yeah, going through a checklist doesn't help. You can't just get over something faster than you're ready for. So you have to be comfortable. You have to have some grace for yourself. If you're still hurting over something that you wish you didn't hurt over. Healing doesn't happen on our timetable. There's a song that I've been listening to lately from Trevor Hall. I will put a link to it in the show notes. It's called You Can't Rush Your Healing. Okay, pretty obvious from the title what that song is about. But he says, you can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teaching. And that's something that I've been learning to become more patient with. On either end, as, if, as you have things that you are trying to heal from, or maybe that you're trying to hold on to and not heal yet, I get it, both ends. Sometimes we want to hold on to something because we want to feel justified and because we want everyone to understand that what happened it was not okay. Or we want to hold on to our grief because we love the person we lost so much. And then healing comes anyway. Spring always comes again. And you have to let it. Let yourself feel what you're feeling. You don't have to reinvest in your pain again and again and again to prove something. And then, yeah, you can't, you can't rush the healing process either. You have to be patient with it. Now, things that do help, if you are struggling to find healing, get help. Let people in. Share your pain. Don't keep it to yourself. And not just that. Get outside of yourself. Find someone to serve, someone else to think about and care for. Not in an attempt to avoid your pain, but in an attempt to see and feel for others. That will carry you far as well. Serving other people reminds us that we're not alone and that we're all connected to something bigger. Whatever your healing process is, I hope that you will be patient with yourself. Big pain changes you. That's inevitable. It changes your inner landscape and how you function in the world. And even as you become patient with the timing of your healing, whatever that timing is, you can still choose overall how your pain will change you, how your healing will change you. And I hope you choose to let it soften you, to let it bless you with more compassion and more love for yourself and for others. Ride that healing journey with grace as you do not have full control over it, especially not of the timing of it. Love yourself hard. Allow yourself to feel And don't feel guilty for whatever timing your healing is having. Those are the things that I've been learning for myself the past couple of weeks. What helps me is to find an ease in my body, to physically let go, let go of tension in my muscles, to surrender my will to my higher power and trust in his plan and his timing for me. I know that even though we cannot control the timing of healing, that healing is always always possible. And that whatever is on the other end of your pain, God can turn into something good. That's what I've experienced for myself. I think it's one of the great joys that he has as being God, is being able to take the hard things that we go through and make them be for our good. You guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you can feel that light inside of you. 
and that you know that I didn't give it to you. That light is yours. And trusting it can get you through whatever life sends your way. Whether it's a big hardship or just speaking up about something you care about or being patient with the timing of your healing. You are good and you are strong. Carry that truth with you. Fill your light. Ignite. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll see you guys next time.